0: And now, weighing in, out of the blue corner, Josh The Pug
1: Thompson. 100%. And on the other side, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Nice.
0: Once again, we are back. It is the Weighing In Podcast. Josh Thompson and me here to bring you what is happening. And there's a lot happening in the world of MMA. We've got all kinds of things to talk about. Josh, how you feeling, baby? Because I'm not feeling too good. My Irish people got me
1: sick. Man, they betrayed you, John. So <laughs> what happens when you stand you? there and take all those pictures? Oh, <laughs> it's so upsetting, man. Pestilence. I not problem. Pestilence. I don't, have, I don't. I don't have that problem, my man. <laughs> like when they ask me for pictures, I'm like, John, they want a picture with you, buddy. No, <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm always available for pictures. Just no one likes me. It's all right. Nah. that's the great thing about this podcast i get to stir up more shit and so people just you know they continue to dislike me it's kind of nice um okay so i i just want to i want to address this real quick right off the bat right off the bat i want to address this real quick i'm really good friends with kane um i will not say anything about kane i will not talk about what's going on with kane my friendship only goes so far and it doesn't go to this podcast when it comes to that type of stuff Okay, let this all settle out. It, everyone knows that uh, he has 100% of my support. I don't need to say anything else. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get into details about his personal stuff. And this is really, really directly to family stuff and everything else. So this is not my business. This is no one else's business. Let it all play out. And uh, everyone knows that I have his support. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it to that. So I want to get that out of the way. The big,
0: The biggest thing you have to do, and look, josh i was in law enforcement for 23 years just because someone's arrested doesn't mean they did something wrong and i'm not i have no idea all i'm saying is get the facts before you start talking about it until you actually have the reports and you know what they're saying was done and what the charges are and everything you don't know and so right now you know best of luck to kane I, i hope he's okay
1: yeah we just live in a culture that is quick to judge people and and i'm not gonna I just don't want to put it out there, you know, yeah. and I know, I know I've I sad, actually though. been sent, I have been sent the reports and I know exactly, and I've talked to him and his family, but I, it's not my place. I just want to show that I have, I have nothing but support for him and i always support him. So I'm going to leave it at that. And I want, if you guys came here for that part of it, I want to make sure you guys can leave now if you guys want to. <laughs> so it's that's over really what it comes down to. It's all so. gone um otherwise hey there's a lot to talk about in terms of fighting and that's what we do here and uh let's do it man i'm pumped i'm pumped to uh, talk about this weekend's card i'm pumped to talk about what we do and this is going to be good so um, first, let's go to weighandandpodcast.com. You guys check out uh, our new merch. Our new merch stuff is if you guys didn't pick it up before March 1st, man, you guys are going to be feeling the pain in that pocketbook. But hey, it's, it's this is, you know, we didn't jump it that much. We just want to let you guys. Oh, there it is. The hoodie. The hoodie is available. It is there. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. boom, boom. So um, that's one of the hoodies available to you as well. And we've got the original logo. We've got even our Beast Mode shirts that are out and hoodies, long sleeves we got a coffee mug. That's what I got to get. I gave you one of them coffee mugs. So, and it's available in all different colors. We also have crew neck sweaters because podcast Dave likes those and nobody else (laughs) in the world does, but just him. So we did those, Uh, you know, we've available in different colors. You got maroon, gray, black, white, heather gray, all different types. So check them out. See what you guys like. There's no promo code. These are the prices. This is what the prices are. We may run specials later on down the line, but right now we ran the special up until they launched this new website. So it's weighinginpodcast.com. Pick up some of your merch, post a picture of yourself wearing it. want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. All right. uh, Let's get into
2: this uh, show. What show are we doing first there, Dave? Well, we're going to look at UFC 272 because, you know, biggest biggest fake card of the year so far.
1: Well, you're a big well,
2: old fan, so no, we, <laughs> get <not it>. <laughs> we get it. We get it. We understand. Here.
0: Not even a championship fight on there, and you're calling it the biggest fight card. Are you kidding me? You just oh, had Izzy and Whitaker and what is wrong with you? you, have, you, <laughs> lost you your gotta... mu- have you lost your
1: mustache? What the <laughs> Wait, wait, we event? gotta show a picture. As a matter of fact, he has lost his goatee looking thing. I know, look at that's the greatest thing. Ah, ever. He's the baby the baby face assassin but just Damn. the fat face version one <laughs> it's so <laughs> great dave you got to tell the story man if people didn't, you guys didn't follow dave on, on
2: uh on instagram tell us the story so i was uh i was putting my kid to bed the other night and he like touched my beard and he's like why you had that and i was like uh i beard and he's like why you have a beard and i was like do you not want me to have a beard he's like no i want you to look like me <laughs> so i was like you want me to shave it off and he's like yeah and so the next day shaved it off he came home from school and he looked at me weird and i was like what's up and he's like i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that that's so great that, that so is funny. great oh so. man this is this, this is a funny
1: story so my sister my dad used to have like one of those easy top beards when i was younger and i that's all i like epic remember my dad beard. Grown, he had an epic yeah beard. It, it was, lo- yeah, it was long. It was long. like down. I would say down to like his belly button or ba- like, uh, what's it called? Beltline. It was long. Anyways, We're talking Mike Beltran like a- long. Mike Beltran type beard. Yeah, it was long. Anyways, um, my sister sat, she was like, I want to say she was about five at the time, you know, maybe four, four or five, somewhere in there. She watched him in the mirror, sat on the toilet and watched him cut it off, shave it all off. And then he like got in the shower, got out, like washed his face, whatever. Tried, you know, took a shower, came back out. She went into the kitchen. He came out of the bathroom, and she looked at him and just started screaming, crying. <laughs> she washed him cut off. Stranger danger, baby. Stranger danger for like a week. Yeah. She wouldn't go to him. She wouldn't let him pick him up. She wouldn't let him like nothing. Yeah, for like a week. And so he finally just started growing the once. Once he started growing the stubble back. She started feeling more comfortable, so it took oh, about so a week. A little about a week for him to do it. So,
2: well, I've been yeah. banished to this room until Father notice. So, what's that? I've been banished to this room until Father ah. notice. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, you got to go away.
1: <laughs> what you guys got to remember, man? That da- podcast, Dave, is a Colby fan because he's a WWE fan. It's all just fake shit. He loves it, oh, so man. he's he's that fake wrestler guy, and this is exactly what he's talking about. This he's a Colby fan. Oh. Oh, he loves the he loves the the fake uh heel stuff he that Colby does. Heel. All right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Do you think this is real? Do you think this drama is real? No. Boom! When I tell you that I'm always right, I'm always right. And I predicted it. This last fight, I predicted it, John. You've got to agree. Islam Makachev. Definitely win and the winner in the first round. I'm always right. I don't just say that because I'm lying. I tell you guys because it's the truth. I'm always right. That's right. Did you hear that? Did you guys hear that? Well, anyways, if you guys listen to me, you guys would have taken the first round submission or finish. Like you Islam. Did it. Well, I, like I don't bet on it. my friends. We know that. <laughs> I don't bet on my friends. But go to mybookie.ag. You guys would have taken my advice. Guys, it came out ahead a lot, a lot of money. Go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne in. Just take our advice. John's right every once in a while, so you know you gotta <laughs> pat him on the back. Same thing with me. I'm, I'm but I'm always right. Oh. So go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne in. I'm telling you guys, with all the sports coming to coming around right now, you've got basketball, you've got baseball, you've got a lot of things that are coming about. Hockey and the hockey playoffs are about to start here coming up. So look, there's a lot of good ways to bet. We obviously talk a lot more about fighting because this is our area of expertise, but like I've said before, and I said it last time, John's been around since the conception of most of these sports, so go ahead and listen to what John has to say every once in a while when he talks about football, baseball, especially baseball, baseball, been around forever, so John knows that sport because he helped create it, so the same thing with a little bit of golf. Let's go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code weighing in. You get a little extra spending cash if you use that QR code for your first initial deposit. That first initial deposit, though, okay? So make sure you use that QR code for the first time that you sign up. Okay. At mybookie.ag with the promo code WAYNEIN. In. Use that QR code. We'll thank me later for all the great advice we give you. John, hopefully John can start to keep up with how much I am oh, right. Mybookie.ag. Use that promo code weighing in. You don't think this is real? I don't think it's real either. No. I mean, no matter I know how much people
0: I, I believe that there's I think that, you know, they, look, they were friends at a time and they kind of had words. Yeah. Eh, you shove someone off, but they're just they're creating it to make it this, you know, yeah, perception that they both want to kill each other. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with it. That's part of the fight game. And as long as it stays between the two, I don't ever have a problem with it. It doesn't matter to me. So,
1: okay. Uh, yeah i I don't, I don't know i don't know how to look at it because i feel like there's got to be something that happened you know along the line that that really did make them split but the the type of animosity they seem to be having in word the exchange of words seems a little over the top well
0: that, that's my point look have yeah. you ever had somebody that you were friends with okay and i could i could say a name right now you know that i know you would go yep and you mm-hmm. did things for them you lived together you gave them a, a roof uh, you know to put over their head you did and then all Fed of a sudden them
1: gave them my car gave uh, them all this shit okay
0: yeah. and then you know what they just did stuff that you go fuck it i'm done with you yeah but you have a yeah. hatred for them no i no. don't have that no no. you know and that's no. that's kind of the way it's always been it's like eh, I'm, all right i'm done with you i'm not going to sit here i'm not going to waste my time anymore but is there a hatred like this no this is to me, it's built up, but that's okay. That's part of the fight
1: game. I think that's also called being mature. <laughs> <laughs> like learning, le- you know, like, it might be. I, I'm very I'm very immature when it comes to the podcast and around, you know, having fun and stuff. But when it comes to like real life shit, like th- I can't let people get into me like this. No. But, you know, why, why you do know, I you? Love, I love. I always look at it.
0: Why are you going to re- allow someone to rent space in your head? If you're going to be thinking about them like this, you know, yeah. you know then you're allowing them to rent space in your head and they win. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, no, not going to yeah. happen. But here's the thing, though, John. Like, So when people give me a hard time, like Dave gives me a hard time, you give me a hard time about reading the comments. <laughs> I also think that it's okay to take, sometimes when you see when you see negative stuff, you have to really evaluate yourself and figure out, like, see, people avoid the, the negative shit about themselves because they want to have this perception like they're always right. I do it to read negative stuff about whatever it is we're doing on the podcast or whatever I'm doing because maybe they are right a little bit. Maybe they see something in me that can be changed, that I can grow as a person. You know, those are things, those are ways to look at it. Most of the time, they're trolls. I get it. I understand <laughs> that part of it. But you've got you've got to learn to, like, cipher out the BS and, like, kind of, you know what? He has a point. I do do this too much, or I do say this too much, or whatever it is. You know, so he or she has a point. Um, though That's why. I mean, I think a lot of it is, like, you know, how can we improve the show? You know, things that people don't like. You know, it drives people crazy that, like, they, they don't like the fact that it says in the and then what are they called subtitles? Um, that it says "pog" in the subtitles when when uh, MCW introduces me, Josh it's the Pog captioning. Thompson. Close yeah, the, the closed caption says "pog" Josh the Pog Thompson. Okay. And so people laugh about it, but they're like, "Yeah, you got to get that changed." I'm like, "It's not a big deal. Who to cares? Most things like that don't bother." Me. Yeah, I know, I get it. They don't bother me. Yeah. But I'm simply saying, like, I didn't know that, but it's something that kind of now you recognize and you see, and I'm like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, Anyway, So you're changing
2: your name. The Pog is what you're saying? He's the Pog. Nah, the Pog. You guys can call me the Pog. He's I'm okay the with Pog.
1: Hit me up, and when next time you guys see me, hey, can I get a picture with the Pog? Yes, <laughs> the <laughs> Pog. Uh, hey, let's get into this fight card, though, okay? We've you know what the Pog means, though, right? Lives. No, I have no idea.
0: It means the punk is an OG.
1: Oh. <laughs> wow, that was pretty impressive. Thank you very much. That was pretty impressive. That was, you know what? I'm gonna go with that. Good going I'm, with yeah, punk we'll from now own. on. I'm, yeah, don't ever punk change OG. that. Big. Yeah, the punk OG. That's great, John. <laughs> Look you got see, yeah. see, brilliant, like the like the Guinness commercial. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's get into this fight card. Do you want to go with the main event first? Yeah, let's, I think we we'll go with the main event first. Got let's go to. main event first. Got to. Um, the animosity I think is a little you know built up and I'm sure there is some little bit of bad blood so you're going to get a fight but this is the concern that I've always had I've always had this concern I think ever since the John Jones and Rashad Evans fight when people hate each other they are so afraid of losing or when they dislike yes. each other so afraid of losing you end up with kind of one of those standoff
0: fights you just took the words right out of my mouth
1: And and you also know that what that other person is good with and that person knows what you're good with. And in oh. this scenario, one's good with wrestling and one is good with uh, kickboxing or boxing, whatever you want to call it. One's good in the stand-up, one's good in the wrestling department. You may end up seeing, like, not a lot of punches being thrown, not a lot of wrestling in there as well, like, try or just trying to press him to the fence and hold him there to make him tired, because Colby's come out and said that a bunch of times. Well, he's wow, got a second lug. He'll lung. just get tired.
0: Colby has the yeah, second don't we, lung.
1: Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> What a dumbass! I love that. <laughs> what? Right? I have a second lung. You mean a second pair of lungs? Yeah. I can get that part okay, of it, but not got it. A, second got a second lung. lung. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes gonna... you
0: speak too fast for your brain to catch up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have that problem a lot. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um So I think he's gonna end up pressing his way, pressing, trying to press all to the fence. He's gonna try to hang on him like he did with T. Wood. He's going to do – that kind of game plan is going to be oh, like yeah. press him to the fence. Keep him pressed there. Shoot low, shoot high. He's going to keep mixing up body locks, ankles, you know, knees. He's going to try to lift on the single leg. He's going to try to go back to the double. He's going to try to wrestle and grind him out that way. If he's not all the way in, you're going to see him on his bike on the outside. Just right. sticking – I don't even know sticking and moving. He's going to be shooting probably kind of some raw dog shots. No setup, far away. He understands the power that, that Masvidal possesses. He understands the boxing and the ability that Masvidal has. Uh, this, I think Colby's got to be very cautious. He's got to be either all the way in or all the way out. If you see Colby, gonna, we're going to get into these betting lines here in a second, in, in a while. But um, if you see Colby start getting takedown after takedown in round one, which I don't think he's going to. Oh, we're going to get into the takedown a- thing again. <laughs> yeah I yeah I believe it I really believe this if he gets two takedowns in this first round he's able to get on him and he's able to get one in the second I think after that it just becomes a snowball effect
0: oh yeah no doubt about it I think you're absolutely right in the fact that I've looked at it and I go man this could actually be a really bad fight I, it should be yeah. great it should be but in these scenarios sometimes things end up where neither guy wants to make the mistake and in that they both wait and, and we end up with just a snooze fest because no one's taking that initial jump. Everyone's trying to counter. I think Colby is definitely going to try to back Masvidal towards the cage and then come in for the takedown. Cause once he gets into the clinch, look, this is his world compared to mm-hmm. what Masvidal does. He takes away all of, all of George's, you know, real tools. Now, It's not that he still cannot be hit. It's not that he still cannot be damaged in that clinch position, but Masvidal needs to be really smart about how he frames out, how he brings elbows across, and when he does that, if he's going to do it based upon Colby's good in the wrestling department. And there's no doubt in Masvidal's mind, Masvidal knows that Colby's the better wrestler, but it's not wrestling, Josh. And, you know, when when you're coming into a guy and you're trying to take him down, And you are taking shots, you know, just, you know, when you see a guy dropping down to the legs and you see someone wrapping an elbow across, you know, the side of their head, hey, that hurts. You've been there, you know, I've been there in practice, it hurts. And and someone's not really trying to hurt me there. So it's like that gets your attention. It makes you stop. This is a question of can Colby be the Colby that he's always been in that his cardio does press Masvidal into a deficit based upon how much pressure he's able to push but that pressure that he's he needs to push on he needs to do it at a specific distance he can't do it you know if they're if they're at distance in, in space he could try to press Masvidal all he wants he'll never tire him out in the stand up but he will tire him yeah. out into the clinch so it's the real question on it but i look at it and you go yeah it could be bad i'm i'm hoping and i'm looking and thinking You know, it could just be a barn burner. It could be that it doesn't last, you know, all that long. It might only last into the second, third round based upon it being a barn burner. But if it is, that's okay. I can take that. I don't want to see the long, drawn-out, do-nothing five-round affair. That's that's what I eh, hope not.
1: Yeah, we've just seen it too many times where people, they've trained together, they know each other, and there's animosity between the split and one person went somewhere and one person went the other place. And they didn't fight. They really they came out. They were sure the fight was presented like as if it was a fight, but it wasn't really sure. a fight. It was, it was touch butt in the park. Yeah, you know it was. It, that's kind of where we were at on that. So yeah. it, it could I could see it going that way. Now, I'll be honest. Mazadal tends not to have those kind of fights, and Colby with his cardio, he tends to have more of a push forward type thing. Yeah. So we could see these two guys clash clash in the center of the cage, which is what I hope. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the true question is though, do we see George Mazdell run across the cage in the first second and throw throw a flying knee? That's what I wanna fucking know. I wanna know that. I wanna know, does is that cause I think honestly, things like that help kickstart how the fight's gonna go. Oh, it does. If they come out and they, they don't touch gloves and they just circle, it's like, all right, what are we doing? <laughs> like, you know, it's that oh, you're gonna spend a minute and a half, two minutes, then the first is gonna try to like you know in the last minute and a half try and still round.
0: yeah so that's, i definitely I, believe that you're going to see george run start to run across now he might stop yeah you know but he's going to make that move like yeah it's going to start right now Randy's right? he's going to come across is he going to throw it Ah, i i, I kind of doubt that but he's going to definitely come towards him like oh it's on now and you're going to get the full thing so
1: He's That's, a showman though. I've learned that he like even though like Colby's the showman in terms of interviews and all that stuff, he still when he gets out there, he takes his fighting very seriously. There's no enough. there's really no fucking around in there. But with George, George is a showman. Like when he's in the cage, he loves fighting. You can tell. I mean, I can go all the way back to, you know, his back backyard fights, but he loves to fight. Oh, like, yeah. Like you don't you don't start off doing that no. if you don't love to fight. That's right. You understand? Like, I mean, like like my dumb ass would fight in the streets for free. His dumb ass took it to the to the backyard where he was getting paid. I mean, Do a little smart, bit better smarter than, 500 than I was. Bucks, man, I'd fight in clubs. I'd fight in the streets. I didn't give a shit. I was just not very bright back then. <laughs> so, Hold did you, you know, say back not, then? Yeah, not much has changed. Yeah, <laughs> not much has changed. So it just comes down to that. Colby really, when he gets in that cage, you know, he um, he still looks at it as like this is this is for real. This is business. Got to take it serious. George, he does the same thing, but he's out there relaxed. He's having fun. I think that's what helps with his his conditioning, his cardio. You know, the way he sets up his shots and is he's able to pick people apart is by doing that. Um, I look at him in terms of like he's got the ability to foot sweep, he's got the ability to inside and calf kick, he's got all those things to slow to, to- slow Colby down. Will he be able to do it? And he's just gonna he, all he has to do is just touch Colby. He doesn't need to load up when he loads up. That's going to be an issue if that hatred is for real, and he starts loading up. That's going to make it easier for Kobe to get in on the body locks and the takedowns and those type of things. George has got to be patient, but he's got to throw his shots like almost like a Nate Diaz style, where he touch, touch, touch when he hurts you, then he goes hard. You know, and if he can do that, I think he's gonna have a good stance. Like that Nate Nick style is, is very is very key against someone like. Someone against, uh, like, Colby Covington. Just keep touching them, Keep touching them, Make them feel frustrated. Um, and then when they do that, they go ahead <laughs> and light up the big shot.
0: Oh, so you got sick from <laughs> Ireland, too. There you go. Yeah.
1: Just from talking to you.
0: All right. All right, so let me ask you this. Who's going to win? Um, I'm going to – I'm. Oh, <sighs> uh, gotcha. I got you. I got – everyone okay. watch. He's taking a drink of water no. because he's, he's starting <clears throat> to choke
1: up. I am. I am. I have to go based off of like who if he gets to takedowns in the first round, the second early in the second, I think I'm gonna start leaning towards Colby, obviously. But if I'm gonna say just I Raw Dog, I have no idea. My heart says Mazadal, because I think I think he's got the big brother over Colby. Like like Mazadal cared for Colby, but he was always like the bigger brother. Yeah, and I I just think that when it gets in there, there's something in Colby that really believes that. This was like the guy that I looked up to. This is like the guy that this
0: is the guy that I, helped get him into the sport, as far as helped him grow and become a guy that was fighting, you know, at the top level. So
1: yeah, and so I think that big brother stuff it it carries over a lot of the time. Did and it? So did Rashad George, and
0: John Jones have a big brother kind of thing?
1: I don't know. Did they? That's the thing. I don't know. Like this is this is pretty widely documented. Like you know, Mazadal would corner him. Sure, he would help corner Mazadal, but it was like. There was a big brother thing there, though, where if you're living on my couch, you're doing this. With with John and with Rashad, I don't know if they ever lived together. I don't know if there was like, hey, I'm your little, you know, I'm your big brother. Come hang out. This, they were friends. They'd go to clubs together. They'd, you know, whatever it was. I always look at that and I go, I've seen it too many times. Where the little brother just doesn't believe in themselves enough, especially when the going gets tough. Yeah. You know? So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards George, but also my heart says George because I'm a George fan. I know, you know, I mean that's why I was always back. Yeah, I, you were trying to get me. My loyalty goes to a certain point. I like the guy, man. I like the guy. I, I like the guy a lot. He's a great guy. He's a great. Oh, he's, he's a great been guy. doubt Time. He's, a, he's, an he's an OG done a man. Lot of good things in the sport. Uh, but Colby though, Colby's a stud. I mean, I can't take away from what he what he is. You know, um, but I think if Colby starts getting takedown of a takedown in the first round, round and a half, it's gonna go into a five round takedown. He's gonna get, start taking him down, start keeping him down, start able to hold him down, and but that's gonna be harder than I think people were Colby's gonna have a hard time getting him down. A real hard time.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I look at it and and again, I loved my husband all been around and uh watched his career from the beginning. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. So's Colby. Bobby's a stud. Yeah. You know, you can't take nothing away. You cannot like him. Okay? People can just go, I don't like his personality. That's okay. You don't have to like his personality. But just as a fighter, dude, he, he's a fucking dog, man. He is in the fight. Yeah. You can take a look at his fights with Usman, especially that last fight because he was getting lit up. It was the second round, I want to say. I mean, he got tore up and just kept coming, came back. That just proves exactly what's inside of him and stuff. And I just look at it and, you know, there's not much difference in age. I mean, what, Masvidal's 37, almost 38. And mm-hmm. then Colby's somewhere around 33, 34. So not a whole lot of difference. But there is a difference in wear and tear. And uh, I just look at it, and I, th- I do think that, you know, Colby's, that pressure, eventually he's going to get there, and it's just it's going to start to wear on on Masvidal. I don't think he's going to get rid of Masvidal. I think Masvidal will be there the whole way. Yeah, on. I don't think so either. It, it's going to be tough for uh, Masvidal once he gets tired to stop what Colby does. Because Colby does start to get on a roll and he just keeps on, you know, hitting those takedowns mm-hmm. and stuff. So, probably going to yeah. go with Colby. I think Colby's, you know, the, just the, at this point, he's just the better overall as far as, you know, his game against Masvidal's. But, it's you know, it's a toss-up and you never know in these type of fights, but it's uh
1: styles make matchups it is and, and you just and don't know whoever whoever style starts to take over early in the fight will predominantly probably start taking over the rest of the fight yep you know don't get me wrong It's we've seen it change in a five-round fight by round three i mean you go back and you watch the uh yuana and Whaley zang fight Yowana was just tearing her up in the first two rounds and then all of a sudden zang Whaley zang just came out and started fucking putting it on her now that was good exchanges in the first two rounds yeah but but Whaley zang was losing that fight And then she took over, you know. So we we've seen we've seen in times that that fight happened, things like that happen. So, Um, let's go to the next fight. So we all know who it is. So it's uh, RDA versus Moicano. Moicano stepping in last minute notice. Uh, I want to just quickly, really say, quickly just say, Dana White, you fucked it up. Should have been Islam, fucking guy, man. Come on. I think because, I think Islam's making probably a little bit more money than Moicano. Yes. This card's probably already taking quite a bit of, uh, taking a little bit of a hit already in terms of money. And I, I wish they would have done it, man. I wish they would have done it. But there might have been pay-per-view numbers involved. There might have been whatever it was with Islam that Moicano's not getting. So, it, <laughs> uh, I just, it, I think it, it's it, just, it doesn't ma-
0: I think it was based on pay, just, just like does, you're saying, and- yeah. I don't blame. I can understand. Hey, it's a business. You got to run it as a business, and sometimes you look and you go, Yeah, "It's just not worth it to put that fight on for me right now." But I thought, it's I thought it is, for us,
1: is Islam did a
0: good it's job of the- trying to make it happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I wonder with all the drama, like if if let's say RDA goes out there and starts him in the first round. <clears throat> not saying he's gonna, but if he does, are we gonna? Are we gonna eventually? Are we gonna see that RDA fight next? Then I doubt it. Because he's already guaranteed a title shot.
0: Yeah. That's the whole problem. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I want you guys to... And this is not because I'm an Islam fan or he's, you know, my friend. But he beats RDA. So, I think it'd be kind of a waste of time. Uh, I love, would have loved to have seen it as a last-minute replacement. Knowing that he just fought. He's in shape. You know, the, the weight was going to be 170. That would have changed it up a little bit. I would have loved to have seen Islam go to 65. I thought that was fair. But the ultimate... ultimate um, that would have been that would have been great because you have a guy who just fought, he's in shape, ready to go, and you're inserting who's supposed to be next in line for a title, and for him to step in and fight someone who's ranked below him, and because it was supposed to happen before, it just made for a great storyline. They just and to pump this card up even more. If you're gonna yeah. buy this freaking paper this non-title pay-per-view, uh, give me a little extra, buddy. Give me a little <laughs> extra. I want more. I don't know. I, he, I, I
2: have a qu- go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna ask a question. Um, just about two things. So, do you think this, like, do you think it's potential that they don't want Islam at catchweight again, like when he just fought at catchweight because he's, they're trying to get keep him at fifty five for to build him for the title? And then the other thing was, do you think those indicators that the pay per view is already selling well enough that they don't need the comment to be strong?
1: Okay, so look here, nothing against Moy Connell. I I, I actually really love watching him fight. But you have Faz in there who's a rising star. Okay. And then you take him off and you put him with someone who is not as big of a star, not someone who's, who's, who is on the way, who was on the way up. Like basically who was, who has that same like star power right now to the, to the, to the fan. You got to put somebody in there that's equal or more. And Moy Connell's not. He was on the rise a little bit wait, wait, a while back, but he's not anymore. Now he had a good win, what two, three weeks ago? He had yeah. a good win, but it still didn't bring the notoriety that he needed to bring. He beat Alexander, what's his name? Uh, Hernandez, something Alexander, uh, yeah, Alexander, Alexander the Hernandez. Great, Hernandez. He, yeah he <clears throat> he beat him, but th- that's not that's not RDA. And so when I'm talking about guys, like, see, at least Fazeev beat Bobby Green. He's had some good wins. He's got, you know, he's a stand-up guy. Hold it. Fazeev, Fazeev beat Moicano, you recall. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So now you're replacing him with somebody that, you know, like, it just doesn't, think to me, it's like we actually lost a good fight. And then you replace it with not as good a fight. That doesn't seem. Not a bad fight. It doesn't but seem it, fair. It doesn't have a bad the,
0: fight. It doesn't have the shine that it once had. Yeah. No it doesn't. And then you're going to have would, him and a it would have kept that shine if Islam had been put in there.
1: Yeah, now I you're going to have him as a event. I agree. Uh, you know? Uh, yeah, agree. it's just one of those frustrating yeah. But I still think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight. It's just not gonna be what, like you said, the shine. It's not gonna have that that aura about it when they walk out and be like, oh okay. Now yeah. if Islam and him walked out, and that has nothing to do with me being an Islam fan. It really is just you have the guy who's the number one contender for that title at one fifty five, and you've got a guy with they were scheduled to fight, I think, already twice, and it didn't happen. There's there's a storyline there. It could be done, and so I was hoping for that fight. In the end, uh, you, this is what happens. Yeah, in the end. Yeah, in the this, end, is this, this is, is what game. happens.
0: It's the fight game. When people, it's the fight game. You know, and unfortunately, Fazev had to pull out. We—that's just what is going on today. <clears throat> Edson Barbosa taking on Bryce Mitchell. This is a, this you talk about a throwback type fight. You know, stand up, unbelievable skills in the stand up. All the spinning attacks against the guy. He's 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 a stone grappler. And he's good, man. And he's just a tough, you know, country boy from Arkansas, Bryce Mitchell. I really like this fight. I'm looking forward to it because this is going to end in one of two ways. Someone's getting knocked out or someone's getting submitted. So I think this is actually, this is one of those ones. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's a, this is a fun matchup. It's a fun, you know, contrast to styles. It's going to be Bryce. The, the big difference here is Bryce has not faced Anywhere near the competition that Barbosa has, and Barbosa has been in there against good grapplers, you know, and he's he's put up with good grapplers. So I think that the, the uh, experience level here might be part of the outcome.
1: <clears throat> does Bryce Mitchell have Khabib style takedowns? Excuse me, what's that? Does Bryce Mitchell have? Does Bryce Mitchell have Khabib style takedowns? No. Is his takedowns that good? okay <clears throat> okay but let's go back to the khabib fight khabib at times struggled to get barboza down now he when he got him down he laid the freaking leather down was there say, was I, moments where i was there and i don't really recall a whole lot of problems <laughs> <laughs> no no there, there was a couple there was a couple instances where yeah. he, he was able to fend off some takedowns and the same thing with the with he the, ran out khabib of fought. <clears throat> yeah he, he, he was able to circle out he was able to kind of turn the hip and yep. get it you know but that's that's the level of tenacity that can, can be brings when it comes to the wrestling aspect of it all. If Bryce Mitchell doesn't have that type of level of tenacity, like chasing the takedown like that, you're, he's going to have a hard time. Because on the feet, Edson's going to get off quick and he's going to circle off. One thing he has learned to do is really try to like basically defend the takedowns. He's also learned how to hit his shots and get out of the way. Circle off, turn yep. the hip, yep. sprawl and brawl, and back out. Make sure that he doesn't get pulled into the guard. He's learned over the years of how to do that because that's that's really the only way he's been able to beat these guys. You know, when it comes to the wrestling aspect of it all, he's extremely talented. He's got fast hands, got heavy, quick kicks. You know, they're not very they're not telegraphed or not very <laughs> much telegraphed. You know, Um, but he is an animal. Bryce Mills is going to take a lot of shots. Can he deal with the adversity? What is Bryce? What is he? Fourteen and zero. Yep undefeated at 14 and 0 like, like you said he's never fought someone like this we're gonna see if he's a real fighter in this fight and yeah. i'm not saying that he's not i'm simply saying that we're gonna see can he deal with the adversity of getting uh, of getting hit clean hard shots leg kick after leg kick calf kick inside body spinning back kicks whatever it is is he gonna be able to because you look at like that fight right i look at this fight Is he as good as Darius was when he fought Barboza? No. Like, Darius was trying to get the takedown. Darius was standing a lot, too, in that fight with Barboza. Yeah, he was, which was a mistake. Darius is wild and crazy. You know, he's got long limbs. He'll go for the takedowns. He'll stand. All of those things. Would you say that he's as good as Darius was when Darius fought Barboza? If he's not, I mean, I know it's just... It's it's a lot. This is this is a big time fight. Dave, pull,
0: pull up the record of uh, Thug Nasty there real quick.
1: Thug Nasty. That's, that's his nickname. I love that nickname I know. That's great. I know. Is is he the one that did the video on the Camaro thing? Yeah. Yeah. God, it was great. He's freaking phenomenal, man.
0: Yeah. Let's see. And Thug and this is this is my guy. point right here. Okay, and nothing against anybody here, but you can take a look. And all these fights, you know, Andre Feely, good fighter, you know, out of alpha Mm -hmm. male, uh, very, you know, well-rounded, good fighter. Charles Rose, a tough dude, Boston strong. Mm -hmm. But nobody here is even close to the level of what Edson is or the people that Edson has faced. And I think Mm -hmm. there comes that point where, you know, you, you end up facing the guys that, man, they're just that we talk about levels all the time there's that levels and the speed difference of the stand-up and the way that he does not telegraph things when he throws them all those things you know i think we're going to see uh mitchell you know as you would say raw dogging trying to get the takedowns diving for him at a certain point and when you see that happen you know uh, this is not good for him so yeah yeah but we'll see you know he's pulled it out 14 times in a row so (laughs) <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: Oh man. Look, if you're going and nothing against uh Andre Feely, if you're going to, if you're going the distance with him, you're it's Barboza's that next step up. Yep. You know, and I'm not saying that you should have finished Feely Fili, because Feely's a tough ass dog. A tough dude. But it's gonna be like with Barboza, if you don't get him down, you don't control him, you're in for a fucking painful night. Yeah. And can you dig deep and get through that painful night and still get the win?
0: You definitely have to get that fight down as fast as you can to take that boy's tools yeah. away. Yeah, His weapons are nasty. Oof. I think that the uh, next... The fight the, that I... This ahead. is a good one. I'm, I'm looking this is the fight forward I'm looking to this, forward this because to the both most. of them talk. Yeah, this is, this is one of yeah. the ones on the card I go, now that is a fun fight. That's one that I will look... The only thing that I want is I want Kevin to actually fight more than he talks at times okay because you know olivera is going to be there olivera and you you can take nothing away from i remember when alex olivera came into the ufc he was a last minute replacement got his shot in there this guy has made a career out of being there and he's fought he he just fights whenever they ask him he's ready to go he's tough as fucking hell and uh this is a this is a great matchup between these two stylistically
1: you know, both
0: have their advantages in certain areas and stuff, but I look forward
1: to this fight. <clears throat> what is it with the nickname Cowboy that just you automatically got to take every fight they give you? Yeah, <laughs> like, true, that's true. Good that point. name, it just, good point. Yeah. It's just you, like, oh, you, you want me to, fight, that, get, you yeah. want me to fight, fight? You want me to fight a heavyweight? Sure. You want me to fight Donald? No problem. Oh, you know, it's yeah, next no week. Problem. Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> what? I got seven hours to make weight. Okay. <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter. The name cowboy Good in this point. sport, man. Good point. These guys are these guys are dogs. Um, Kevin Holland, I, I don't mind when he talks. I want him to maybe talk a little less when you're losing and yes. start getting up, doing yeah, those things. That's my point. But in this fight, this stylistically is gonna be an actual this this could I think they could have seen this being the co main event only because the way they're gonna fight. This is gonna be a barn burner of a fight. Cowboy doesn't know how to fight at a slow pace. He fights aggressive and hard the whole time, you know. And then you got Kevin Holland, who is talented everywhere. He can win this fight on the ground. He can win this fight on the feet. He's tall, long, and lanky, as you guys always love to hear me say. This style, do of fight, they? And then do so they really? Olivero, Oliver, yeah, they love it. <laughs> and then Alex Oliver, uh, uh, you know, Cowboy's the same way. He's tall, long, and lanky. I mean, he's not tall, long as tall, long, and lanky at one seventy as he was at one fifty five, but. <clears throat> but yeah. overall, this is going to be one of those fights. It's going to be a really damn good fight. My question is, though, John, how good will Holland be at 170? How much was the weight cut a factor? How much? Like, those are the things in my mind. This is his first time making sure. the weight. Sure. He said he's not a big guy. He said he doesn't cut a lot of weight anyways, you know, to make 185. But 15 pounds is still 15 pounds. 15 pounds is and quite he's, a bit. he's a He's a twiggy already, Kay. you know, so he's Well, he's, he's he definitely has no not, fat on him. Yeah, he's not the most muscular guy at 185. You know, and now I'm cutting 15 pounds. I mean, like, that's that's kind of like a limb, not a full limb, but maybe a half a limb for him because he's so tall. I
0: don't <laughs> it know. It scares I, I,
1: me a little bit. I wanna that, I want to tell what his performance is gonna
0: be like. I, I think that he's gonna do very well at this. I, I think they both have their advantages in this fight. I think in the stand up you gotta kinda go towards cowboy and say he has an advantage in that. If it hits the ground, Cowboy's good on the ground, but he's not as good as Kevin Holland, and so mm-hmm. they both have their advantages in this. But it's a good matchup. This is one of the ones you look and you go, yeah, they did a good job putting that one together. I mean, you a know, way to go mm-hmm. for the the matchmakers and saying you know we're going to put these two guys, see what happens. I kind of like it, and, and yeah. it being the first fight for Kevin at one seventy, yeah, tough fight, but a good stylistic matchup.
1: Yeah, look for the knees to come right up the middle, oh, from man. Kevin up to, to Cowboy. Cowboy, when he lunges in sometimes, puts his head down, he reaches a lot to grab the head. He reaches a lot to grab the clinch outside of his striking. So look for Kevin Holland to throw the knees up the middle. You know, if they ever get into that clinch area, look for Cowboy to mix it up. A little bit of the wrestling, but a lot on the feet. He's going to throw a big power, swarm him with big shots. So Kevin Holland's going to have to be on his bike and make him pay. I think the speed and the reach is going to be the problem. Cowboy's not as long as Holland, and he's not as fast as Holland. So if he can keep his back off the fence and keep his back off the canvas, I think Kevin Holland's got a good chance to win. Now, even on the ground, I think he's got a good chance to win as well. But I just think the ground and pound and the super aggressiveness of Cowboy on the feet, I mean on the ground, it might maybe overwhelm him a little bit. Who knows? We'll see. Overall, I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be one of the best fights on the card. All right, Spivak
0: versus Greg Hardy. The experiment—it's still still in doubt. Is, experiment is Greg Hardy. Well, I kind of I, I call Greg Hardy the experiment because coming from yeah. the NFL into yeah MMA, you know, AC, it's not like they've you know they haven't handed him. I guess they did in the beginning, and then they kind of got you know oh you're sink or swim now. You know, with yeah. the guys that they put him against and everything, but. He's had some, you know, some guys that tough guys. You know, he's fought guys like, you know, I think Jorgen DeCastro's heavy hitter, so you're you're going against someone with, you know, heavy hands. He fought Volkoff, you know, he you know just lost to uh he's got two losses in a row, I think, to Tybura and to Bam Bam. So mm-hmm. you know, that's where I say, Well, they're not doing him any favors now, but Spivak is a guy that big, solid dude, likes to stand up, so is this he's he kind of tailor made for Greg? But Greg tends to have, in my opinion, a little bit of cardio issues. He's got asthma and stuff, and when he starts to slow down, he really slows down. And so, I look at this one. Can
1: Spivak get past? Can Spivik get past the first two and a half, three
0: minutes? That's it. That's the, that's the way I look at it. Two minutes, it's going to be Greg Hardy. Three minutes, I still think right at Greg Hardy. Past three minutes, I'm starting to go towards Spivak.
1: Yeah. Civics just got to weather the storm. You know, maybe Greg Hardy's going to be able to – he's trained enough now to get himself through a full five minutes. But <clears throat> I don't look to see him do much more after that. He fights at a very slow pace after that, going in the second round. He might be good for the first 30 seconds, minute in each round after that. But then he's he just slows down too much. And if he gets taken down off of his back, he's got nothing. You know, so if if there is an opportunity for Spivak to get him to the ground, make him work his self back up, you just start to see his power level, like in a video game, just go down. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just, oh man. Uh, but oh, I mean, I think it's gonna be a fun fight, and I love the the, the fact that when you have someone like Greg Hardy, it, it's it's win or lose. There's not really like let's go the distance. That, that's not really in his mo. He, he doesn't want to go the distance. No. no matter how good a shape he's in, <clears throat> no, Heavyweights don't want to go the distance. God it's no. The worst fifteen minutes of their lives. Yeah. That's okay. what he had against Volkov, mm. you, and you can see it—just dead.
0: You know, and yeah. Don't blame him.
1: It's a lot. That's all, Volkov's a hard style to fight because of the, the reach.
0: Yeah, but you know Hardy's cutting to make that weight. You know? Yeah. He's cutting weight to get there, and so yeah. he's two hundred eighty pounds when he's in the cage and stuff. That's a lot of weight to carry for fifteen minutes.
1: That's true. I would never know. I'm never going to be that big. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just double you oh, up, baby. Oh, man. All right. Is there any other fights on this card that you're interested on when we get down to the prelims? Oh, my God, yes.
0: I like hmm. Marina Rodriguez against Jan. I think that's going to be... Uh, I like Marina Rodriguez. She's she's mean. Hmm. She's tough. she got great stand-up. No one seems to be able to really get her down much. Uh, she's the one, if you're looking to say, hey... Who's the person that can, you know, possibly give, you know, Shevchenko a battle? You know? Mm-hmm. i like mean, I know they're not in the same weight class, but I mean, stand up wise, I don't think she can be with her on the ground, but you know, Rose Rose gotta be looking over her shoulder at hey, Marina Rodriguez is coming. And that's a great matchup if if they make it
1: rose ain't looking at shit rose ah. looking at money signs in front of her rose is thug rose man she's thug rose thug. you want to come up here yeah. You, yeah you can i'll test your chin she's got big power she's not scared of any of these girls she can't I, 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 no, of I don't think they can Marina, all get the smoke i don't think Marina's is worried about anybody either she's this, no. she's mean thug rose is like you guys can all get the smoke come get it come get it um yeah. Let's see here. What else? What other ones are on here? Uh, obviously, I got to bring up my little brother, Umar. Umar Namagomedov. He's fighting uh, Brian Kelleher. Should be a good fight. Brian's yeah. tough. He's going to take a lot of shots. Umar, look, w- when you're talking with the last name, he has that, like, like his, uh, like, not uh, like with, like with Khabib and Islam and those guys. He's not like them. Like, he no. has a very Taekwondo style stand up. He uses that sidekick a lot. He's much more like Guzman. Yes, yes. Much more like Guzman. He's um he is somebody that has a he has a very good sidekick. He keeps the range well well. He puts the combinations behind his sidekick and his boxing. So his boxing goes first, then he'll finish the sidekick or he'll throw the sidekick to cover the distance and come in with his combinations. He can wrestle. You know he he's got more of the foot sweeps, inside trips. You know he's very rarely do I see him drop down on double legs and those type of positions. He'll actually step back and throw some more striking when it comes to the feet. Yeah, you look like you're gonna say something. Or were you yawning? No, 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 no. There's
0: there's you know you're absolutely right as far as there there's a couple fights down here and, and Umar, I think Umar gets it done pretty handily. I'm just being honest. I think as a matchup mm-hmm. style style wise. Brian's the guy that likes to throw his hands. I think Uman's just better. Uh, everywhere he's faster. It's uh, it's gonna be a tough fight for Brian. But there, there's a couple in yeah. here. You know, Tim Elliott is the fight before that, and he's yeah. fighting a guy in Ulambekov who is freaking good. That hey, he's is good. Gonna, he
1: trains with us too.
0: He's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, and, Tiger. Yeah, and then the, the the very first fight on the card. Is Dustin Jacoby against, and I, I screw up. It's Mikhail, and I can't, Polish name. Whatever. Yeah. Just look. <laughs> I love I'm just that. going with Juzlik. But oh. he's good. This, I mean, this guy doesn't look like anything, man. He is tough. He throws good combinations. He stays in the pocket. He's fun to watch, man. And he's a tough son, bitch. So he's got heavy hands. I think that fight, Dustin just to start it off, Dustin Jacoby against Mikhail, that's a great
1: matchup. So, overall, you take a look at the card, it's a good card. Yeah. It's a really good You know, card. John, you brought up the very first fight. Now I got to freaking watch the very first print. Ah, damn it. Sorry, dude. Damn it. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good fight. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that it's the very the first, first fight. You got to start it off with a bang, man. We say it True. all the time. Sometimes True. the Bellator shows, we're like, True. shit. How is this fight not further up on the thing? And they're like, sometimes it's the European deal that we have, the European TV deal that we have, and then sometimes it's just because they want to start off the the prelims with a bang, and I get it. understand. Good stuff. But good luck to my brothers, uh, Umar and Tiger. Hopefully they both uh, end up on top. It's tough when they're back-to-back and they're training partners and they end up having to fight back-to-back. So if your corners are out there cornering, you don't get the warm-up you probably should have got. But... Brian Kelleher's tough and uh Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott's got his Tim hands Elliot's full, man. That's gonna, tough, be, that's tough gonna be a good bastard. fight. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Good fun fight. All right. Well, let's get into waning in on the Odds. I think that's where we're going next. Yeah. Yep. Look at that. Great guess by Josh Thompson. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we're gonna go waning on the odds. We're gonna give you guys a little information here, but make sure when you guys listen to us. Okay, you guys go to you guys go to mybookie.ag. This whole segment is brought to you by mybookie.ag. <laughs> Use that promo code Wayne, and there's also a little QR code right over there Dave's going to put that for you guys. Okay, and you guys click that, and for your first initial deposit, they're going to give you guys a little extra spending cash. So we're going to do the best we can to break these fights down, tell you guys, way to go. Now, look, this doesn't mean, when we say this, this this doesn't mean that we're betting with our hearts. This means we're talking about what are probably the best odds to take. Yeah. We're not saying we're gonna, they're going to win. We're simply saying, these are the best odds to take. If I was going to take this person, it's because these odds are too good to pass up. So don't get it confused with who we think is going to win. This is what we think is the best way to make money for you guys. That's the difference between betting and for what we normally do and tell you guys, this is the guy that we think is going to win. So I want to make sure that's clear. Don't come to us that you mortgaged your house (laughs) and lost everything. I don't want to hear that business. Okay, I'm just telling you, put a little bit of money down, good opportunity for you guys to win. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Well, once again, Um, like
0: like I said, I I do believe Colby Covington is the guy that is going to end up winning this fight. mm -hmm. He is the favorite, but Masvidal definitely could win it. And at plus two fifty, or at minus three ten, I can't put three hundred ten dollars down on Colby to try to win a hundred. I would rather put less money down on Masvidal and to win the same amount if he can mm-hmm. pull out the victory because at plus 250 I, i'll put $50 down on him and i'll put $50 down yeah. on him to win 150 bucks you know it's basically it's it just makes sense you know I'm not, if i if i lose it all right i lost it but it was a, a the, the odds are there that yes he can win this fight you know so it's a tough it's a tough call but i always look at that over and you can see the over is at eh, minus One f- 130? Minus 150. 150. Minus yep. 150, fifty. One fifty. going four and a half. I do think it's going go to go the four and a half. I, I think it's going to hit the
1: over. Yeah, it's going to go to the distance. I think the two of them know each other so well. I think the first couple of rounds, there's going to be a filling-out process or they're going to get after it right away. But if yep. they get after it right away, it makes it easier for Kobe to get the takedowns. <clears throat> now, like... I want George to win because I'm using my emotions to do this because I like George. I like Colby too, but yeah. I like George more. Okay, that's just how this That's how my brain works. But in the in the scheme of what John was saying, if I'm gonna put money down, I'm not betting three ten to win hundred bucks. Okay, I'm going to turn around, I'm going to go right to, to George Mosdal. I'm going to put the 50 or 100 down with the opportunity to make to win the 250. Okay, if I put the 100 down. The other thing is well, the odds are showing that it's going to probably end up going the distance, which favors Kobe in terms of winning, which is what John was just saying. So, I'm definitely going to probably like I'm I'm probably not going to take the over on that because it's minus 150 and it's like why would I take that it, unless I was going to go the distance yep. so Colby's going to probably win you're saying the odds are saying Colby's going to win this fight now odds are normally laid out because they know what the hell they're talking about you know sure you'll have some standards in there you know but I, I like I said I like the odds because George knows him so in those terms George knows how to beat him too now back when they trained together now years have gone by it's been over a year now that they've or a year and a half they oh, probably man, trained yeah. together they haven't yeah, they haven't liked each other for two years. So they probably stopped training together, and then he got booted out of ATT. But but in the back of George's mind, he knows how to beat him. And he knows what he's got to do to probably get to him. So in that case, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is one of those bets that I would probably put 100 bucks down on, on George.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, next one. <coughs> Excuse me. You got Edson Barboza, who is at plus 130, and you got Bryce Mitchell at minus 160. I am taking I go Edson Barbosa. all, all day, long. day yep. long. Same here, all day long. Bryce Mitchell had, like John said when we were doing the preview, he hasn't fought anybody, not anywhere near the level that Edson Barboza has. And if you're gonna tell me that if his wrestling's as good as Khabib, okay, maybe I'll put start putting some money down on Bryce Mitchell if his money's as good, if his wrestling's as good as other guys that Edson's fought, then I would probably do. It. I don't, I don't think so. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the experience of Edson Barboza the speed and the combinations keeping it on the feet and his ability to he can take some damage now I know he's coming off that loss to Giga but Giga is a different level of striking than Bryce Mitchell let's be yeah, clear come on so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Edson Barboza I may even put more than 100 bucks down I'll probably put I may even go 200 250 somewhere in there you know to, to make to win some money
0: I go I go to back to a fight that uh Edson had recently it's fairly recently I don't know exactly but uh Goddamn damn uh, Americani. And you talk about, like, Americani's got good takedowns. And mm-hmm. Edson made him eat it all fight long. I think it went the distance uh, for the win, but Americani really worked his ass off to get Edson down, wasn't able to really make it happen. And I think that's what's going to happen here against Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. I just look at it and, and with odds like this, at plus 130 I'm I'm going Edson Barbosa all day long.
1: Yeah. Me too, same. All right, then you've got um Alex Rodriguez, sorry, Alex Rodriguez, <laughs> Alex Oliveira, Cowboy. There you go. You got Alex Oliveira versus Kevin Holland. You've got Kevin Holland at minus 300 and you've got <sighs> uh Cowboy at plus 240. In this in the, John in this situation, this is probably a bet I'm going to stay away from. Just my personal like, I don't think that Alex is gonna has enough. Like when I look back at the Mazudal fight, he's got opportunities because he knows Colby on how to beat him. He knows the insides and outs. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and lay fifty or hundred on on uh, on to get that win. With Cowboy, he's a he's a one of those dirty, grimy fighters. loses his technique a lot. (laughs) Kevin Holland can beat him on the ground. Kevin Holland's taller, longer, and lankier. Can beat him on the feet. The, there's not as many ways for, for Cowboy to win this fight. He could clip him and knock him out, that's going to be, I think, pretty tough. Yeah. Kevin Holland's also learned how to deal with heavier guys. It's I'm going to lean towards Kevin Holland so much that I'm not going to put 300 on him to win this fight. So I'm probably not going to bet on this fight, just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's one of those ones. It's it's up at that 300 range that I go, ah. look at Oliver could land a shot. Yeah. Olivera could hurt him and put him away. It's a possibility. I'm just gonna stay away. I do think that Kevin Holland's gonna win the fight. Yeah, Yeah. I really do. But I'm gonna stay away from it because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chance my three hundred bucks to win hundred bucks on it. So they've got it played out pretty right. So I would stay away from it just like
1: you. And then look, if you guys are wondering, um the odds were taken down. Obviously when RDA lost his lost his fight, so there's no odds on him and Moicano, so sorry we couldn't give you guys those odds on those fights as well but we're going to give you one extra bonus though here on the greg hardy and the Spivak fight so greg hardy is plus 170 Spivak is minus 210 which is a fair assessment yeah it is you know um <clears throat> I kind of maybe would do the Greg Hardy to be honest because if it doesn't you know you're gonna get but I probably wouldn't put much 25 50 bucks somewhere in there if I can win you know another you know 60 70 bucks or 75 dollars off of it whatever it is so um I would probably do that maybe 25 50 somewhere in there well I'm just gonna I'm, just gonna I'm just gonna tell
0: you if you're gonna do the Greg Hardy in this fight then you're gonna do Greg Hardy and you're gonna parlay it to the under because that's the way he'll get it done is before <laughs> a round and a half so that way you'll win a very nice chunk of money. If you parlay it, if everything happens the way you're expecting it to happen, meaning Greg Hardy wins, he's going to win within that first you know round and a half, I would say. So uh, that's one. That's
1: well played, there, John. That's well played. Plus one fifteen on the under. Plus, yeah. if you're going to take Greg Hardy, because there's he definitely has a good chance of winning this fight with a knockout. Yep. I would. You're you're absolutely right. I'd probably parlay it with that as well. Yeah. Brilliant. See, I knew I brought you. around Brilliant. For some reason. Brilliant. <laughs> Let's scroll down one more time. Let's scroll down. Let's give them a little bonus one. We'll do that. You know, let's see. What else? Let's see. which other, There was that, there was another fight that you were really into. Give me one. Well, I like. Oh, the, uh, the, know, the, f- the female Rodriguez. fight. Where's the female? Marina Rodriguez. Rodriguez.
0: Yeah. She's at minus 255.
1: Yeah. And the you kind of know she's going to win. You're not going to bet that. So you have a pretty good idea that she's going to win this fight. Yep. Yeah, I would probably have to agree with you. Let's scroll down here to uh is Usman on there. I here? will
0: there is another fight in there. There's the uh, okay. in fact you you love this fighter so um is, isn't uh bring it back. Apargova. Isn't she in here?
1: Yes, yeah, right I do yeah. love yeah. her. Yes, I do. Yep. So she is plus 160 I, versus oh, so Apargova is minus 200. I like her a lot. I like uh Pagopova? I like the other one too. morena uh moraz i like her as yeah. well she's from att yeah so both of them both of them are both of them are really good so but uh, i'm probably not putting the money down man just to be honest it's like minus yeah. 200 for a pargova and then you've got uh moraz for a plus 160 uh, no i'm probably not putting the money down i am just gonna I, it's one of those I, if i was i'd probably go with uh you're gonna go with agapova the yeah, I would probably, no, no, I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't put the money down. 200 bucks is too much. Like, see, I, I feel like things like that, when you start in $200 and up, it becomes too steep. Yeah. I like to put the 50 and the 100 down and, you know, and turn around and win 200 and 250, like just for fun. What I do when I, you guys, when I bet for these, when I put on my bookie, right, what I do is I bet like say 25 to $75 somewhere in there. And I bet, I bet parlays. And I also bet just a bunch of different uh, fights. And whatever I win, is I just continue to just roll it over into the next fight. So it just it's just for fun that night. Sometimes I'll do 10 bucks, sometimes I'll do 25 depending on how confident I am in it. And uh you know, I'll go all the way up to $100. I really don't try to go more than 100 bucks. It's just something 500 to me in the bucks. Fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You're the not going to see this guy. You're not going to see this guy doing that. <laughs> There's no way. 500 bucks. I, I do yeah, sit on the edge
0: bucks. of my seat when I do that.
1: Oh. I will say this, though. There was one time that uh, the very first Anderson Silva fight, I bet $1,000 against uh, Chris Weidman, and that was a shocker. Oh, that, that paid hurt. paid for a lot that of hurt. my trip that weekend. Okay. No, no, no. I bet, I bet on Chris. You bet on Chris. I bet $1,000 okay. on Chris. Yeah, because the odds were just – I'm like, oh, the odds were – and I, said, I thought Chris would be able to take him down at will after watching Chael take him down at will. You know, I was like, okay. I said, I right, Chris can take him down. And Chris has more of a submission theft than Chael Sonnen did. So – that's why I went on with Chris Weidman. Yeah. Anyways, got lucky in that one. Hey, Very go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code weighing in. We want to thank you guys for supporting mybookie and supporting us for continuing to watch our show. So, hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. And when you guys come back, I want you guys to post in the comments that you guys won money. Tell us you guys won money. Let us know how much you won. Okay? And enjoy our, our, our content. I love it. Thanks, guys. Um, Dave? I think it's time to move on to some news, right? Let's go.
2: News. Yep. Let's get, Let's talk about some uh, news in the world of MMA. So Valentina oh. Shevchenko is uh, set to defend the flyweight title at UFC 275 against mm-hmm. Talia Santos.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Thoughts? Look, this is my thoughts. Let me give you my thoughts real quick. She is the best female fighter in the world. That's it. I have no other thoughts. Yeah. Santos has Santos has a chance, as in like a puncher's chance. Maybe a grind you out type chance. I don't even see that happening. I just don't I don't see her getting a takedown against her. I don't see her controlling her on the bottom. I don't see her controlling her from the top. I don't see her controlling the feet. I don't see her doing any of that stuff. A, a motivated Valentina Shevchenko, I, I just don't think can be beat by anybody in that division. Nobody in the division.
0: Look, Santos is good. Santos is very physically strong. She's got power. She comes forward. She she throws beautiful straight shots. And everything that I'm saying tells me she can't. When's beat. the butt? Yeah, she can't beat Shevchenko. <laughs> it's just the matchup style. Valentina does certain things so well, and her footwork is outstanding. Her ability to get in and out and and deliver her shots. She's got a, bit, you know, her, her left high kick is outstanding. And then her grappling on top of it. Look, she can she can wrestle, and she's got a good ground game, and she is solid down there. Just you can see when she gets on top of someone, you can see the pressure and the base and their inability to get rid of her. I just look, and I believe in Santos as a fighter. She's good. She just has not fought somebody like Valentina, and when all of a sudden you step into the cage and they close that gate and all of a sudden you're confronted by this person and everything that has worked for you in the past is now not doing anything to that person like we say look there's levels to this and you need to face that person of that level to understand it sometimes and to say holy shit I didn't think that I was you know someone was going to be able to do that to me I wasn't able to touch the person in these situations that I normally am and I just think that's what you have when you're when you're facing against Valentina. Obviously, someone's going to give her problems. Could Santos be that person? Yeah, she's good. I I just got to go with you know. I think Valentina is the best female fighter, pound for pound, out there. She's freaking phenomenal. So
1: yeah, you've seen it throughout the throughout certain years in this sport, right? Frank Shamrock was one that kind of just got over Everyone's like, "Oh, I didn't think he's gonna be able to do that to me." Boom, armbar Kevin Jackson. Okay, like, "Oh, I didn't think he's gonna be able to do that to me." Boom, he slams. Uh, not Igor Vetchenchen, but who was the guy? Zenoviev. Zenoviev, right on his head. <laughs> never broke his collarbone. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> never heard from him again. Like you know, like there was just like, there was guys along the way. Anderson Silva came in, just started starching people. I thought the very first time Anderson came in, I was like, "Levin, Levin's gonna just grind on him. He's gonna push on him." It was yeah. embarrassing, you know. And then, and then on top of that, then you have other guys. You got John Jones who just splashed onto the scene. It was just doing things that no one had ever seen. GSP, the control. Everyone like I, I had trained with guys that were like, oh, he's not taking me down. He can't <laughs> wrestle me. He can't teach a my man how to wrestle. Just take down after takedown after takedown. I mean, he's done things. Khabib. Everyone's like, oh, his wrestling. I've dealt with things like that. I've trained with Olympic wrestlers. Different style of wrestling. Everyone, there you go. It's been proven. There's, you know, it's like, there's certain people that just have it. Valentina Shechenko has that thing. No one knows how good she is until they get in there. Like, I couldn't do shit. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't get to the legs. Couldn't stand with them. I'm like, it's a very dangerous and it's almost a very, um, it's, it's, uh, it's very uncomfortable feeling when you're in there going, damn, nothing's working. Nothing's working. Like you just realize that you're not at that level. And that's just disappointing, man. It's heartbreaking. I think when you're in there. But it's also scary. Yeah, it's
2: scary. It is. so. This part's news. All right, another fight announcement. Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat Chemaev is slated for UFC 273 in Jacksonville. So that's the next pay-per-view after George and Kobe. They haven't Early signed
1: fights. it yet. It's not 100%, but it's in the works. They're working on it from what I understand. As of yesterday when I saw it, didn't look like it was signed yet. Look, Chamaev stepping up in the big dogs. It's going to be a big-time fight. It, look, this fight hits the ground, though. I don't care how good his wrestling is. Gilbert's gonna. Gilbert had. I've seen Gilbert against guys way bigger than him and just d- dominate and just control and do things on the ground. But now keep this thing yeah, on the feet. Yeah, there Gil- you go. Gilbert's got. Gilbert's got speed on the hands. We got saw power. that when he fought Usman. He he's, rocked Usman. He's got some power. But, he's got. He's got fast hands.
0: But he's not. But I'm, I'm telling you, I've watched. You know, yeah. again Shamiyaf before he was ever in the UFC. Dude, the guy in the stand up, he's got hands. This is where mm-hmm. people are, you know, they're like, Oh, yeah, we haven't seen bullshit. Yeah. He's good in the stand up. He is slick in the stand up. He throws straight shots and he's got power. So in the stand up, I, I I will agree with you. If it hits the ground and Gilbert's in the top position, Chamaev's got problems. If Chamayev is in the top position, he's got to be careful, but he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the feet telling you Chimaev is a freaking monster the yeah. dude is good
1: yeah i just don't the my concern is i don't know if gilbert has the the wrestling to get him down i don't that's know that's one thing now how how would he get him down then he'll push him to the fence try to get him to a single leg maybe drop down on an ankle but then you got to deal with the reach like the length of him because they're in that position right f- that we've seen in the past when you go for ankle locks you go for any of those high positions the person on top is is free range just to unload shots oh yeah you know, a la you know Frank Mir, uh, Ian Freeman. I mean, let's just like, you know what I mean. Like those type of scenarios can put you in a lot of trouble. You're going way back, just huge. <laughs> I am going way back. If you guys haven't seen that fight, go look it up. Um, the story UFC behind 30, that fight, yeah. just so yeah, just so you guys understand, Ian Freeman had just lost his dad, I believe, the day before. Yeah, right. It was that during that last couple during while he was already in Vegas, ready for. The no, fight. no, it was in
0: England. It oh, was, sorry, in England, it was in England.
1: It was a great it, but yeah, it was one of those scenarios where just a great story. Big heart. All, you know? Yeah. yeah, big heart. Um anyways, but uh Gilbert Burns. We saw he's got fast hands, we saw he got power against Usman. He can rock you, get you in trouble. He's gotta be on top, I agree, but I think he's not he's not in a lot of damage, he's not in a lot of trouble on bottom unless he's like Fishing for legs, or he puts himself in a position to be, you know, hit from that position. So he also can't hang out on the single leg or the or the double leg against the fence down low because of the elbows to the head. The size of Chimaev, that the the height of him, and all those things are going to play a factor in raining down those elbows to the side of his head and getting him out of there. Yep. And and Gilbert Burns hasn't fought since the title fight, right? Am I no, correct? no, he
0: fought Stephen Thompson.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, so he's fought Stephen off that. Um, you know, totally different style of con, totally different contrast style though in this scenario. Yeah. Um, you're leaning towards uh, Chimaev. Yeah. I am. Yeah, Sorry, you're just you're feeding into the hype. John. I'm not you're feeding enough. Hold hype. on, I've watched this guy Fucking since he's had about monster. three fights. He's, hype monster. I'm not high monster. One of those just, guys. There's certain guys. You're, ble- you're you're falling into the UFC propaganda. <laughs> no, hype I'm monster. not. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you a hard time. I think he's good. I think he's good. I just want to see more of him though before I. I'm on. I'm on the Chaimaev bandwagon, you guys, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on this. I'm on this bandwagon. There you go. Okay. But I gotta believe in it. I gotta see a little bit more against. Give me your your hand, Josh. I'll pull you up. Give me your hand. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. I'm. I'm up. I'm up. I'm only about halfway though. My feet are still dangling,
2: like Uh, when I'm on the toilet.
0: That's because I'm holding on.
2: (laughs) All right. Next one. Um. Ariel Juani announced that our report. Don't reports. say that name on this show. Don't <laughs> ever do that.
1: Ariel! <laughs> What's wrong with Ariel? Um, Come on. Oh, nothing. I like to give him a hard time. He just it, he takes it so personal. I don't understand why. I just love it, though. Because you can push buttons. It.
0: It's you. I, I It's you, I'm Josh. Very good at
1: that. You yeah, push you buttons. You want to know what? We talked about this earlier on the show. When you give this many. F- when you give this many fucks. That's it. Okay? It's just, like, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. You gotta understand. It's Calm down, fun. everybody. It's Calm down, everybody, before I give you guys all the rub. Calm ah, down. <laughs> you. you just had to do it. All right, go. Just <laughs> had to do it.
2: Go ahead, Dave. So Ariel from the Little Mermaid reports that um, PFL has matched Kayla Harrison's offer from Bellator, and mm-hmm. basically um, she's going to be signing with the promotion.
1: Yeah. I mean, they paid a... Shitload load of money so she's getting paid good for her um it just makes for interesting conversation man you've got three of the best girls in that weight class which Kayla's not really in that weight class but she can make 145 um and she's gonna just keep winning money man she likes money like the rest of us do I don't I don't blame her like Bellator put out a great offer because they wanted that that uh cyborg fight to happen Yep. but the promotion has matching rights and it is what and it they is. And they did it. Which, actually, it.
0: if you think about it, you know, I think you and I both, you know, sat there talking and you told me, you go, John, they don't want to resign her. Yeah. Remember, you remember that? And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you might be right. You might be right. Yeah. You know, it might be that they're actually in that, you know, hey, we pay a lot of money. It's is Are we getting the most out of that? Well, mm-hmm. they answered the question. They answered the call. And they said, oh, yes, we do want yeah. to push her. We do want to have her on our roster. And so... You know, they had the right to uh, to match. They did it. Good for PFL. They're keeping someone that It's actually, look at. she's their star. Who yeah, else? she is. Let's just be honest. Who else, you know? And, and there's a lot of good fighters in the PFL. I'm not.
1: Well, I think Ray Cooper's probably their next biggest star.
0: Okay, he is. But most people don't know who Ray Cooper is. Lance Palmer they was one of their stars. Should.
1: Yeah, I know. Lance I'm not
0: Palmer. saying Lance Palmer. that, but people, they don't. And so you look and you go, yeah. She's the one name that they can bring up that you know people kind of will recognize based upon, you know, just the hype behind her, the the Olympic competition, all that stuff. I understand why they're keeping her. She's a stud.
1: If you guys haven't watched uh, the finals, um, of Ray Cooper's last fight in the finals of oh. the last PFL, oh yeah, what's who's that guy? Is it what's his last name? Magomed have, right? paramount uh, okay. Magomed, absolute. I was thinking have for some reason. I don't know why. have um, is a anyways, little bit heavier and bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that fight, it had everything. It it was a great, great fight. And Karamov was, was starting to put it on, and man, and he was, he was. I mean, Cooper was in a lot of trouble in that yeah. fight. And it was just a dog of a fight. I I got a that was like for me action packed fights in terms of you know what was going on and and, and when I tell you in between round bettings, like that, that threw a wrench and all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you bet one guy in between rounds, the next guy in the next round was the difference. It was it was a back and forth. Anyways, look, I like to toot the horns of the fighters that that fight or dogs out there. Now to go back to Kayla Harrison, Ray brought a Koopa. First, not back to Kayla Harrison. Ray brought a Koopa. <laughs> Congratulations, okay, and uh, I'm a big fan. I okay. love it. I'm a, little, I'm a little giddy right now because I'm a big fan. I love guys that fight like that. He's an absolute stud. I he is he's a done. stud. So next thing with, with Kayla Harrison. I, now, I'm understanding, though, John, that this contract isn't for 55 anymore, though. It's 45. Now, I may be wrong. Now, don't quote me that... on that, you guys, because... I had heard through some rumblings through the back that the deal was because he she, she was going to come to Bellator, but she would have to fight Chris at 45. Now, I think they were going to say that they were going to give him like, hey, we don't care what weight you guys fight at. But if it was going to be for the title, it had to be obviously at 45. Yeah. And we weren't going to start. Bellator was not going to start a 55-pound weight class for one fight like the UFC did. <laughs> that's kind of like so so what they did was like what they're doing is i believe this is at 45 if we're going to pay you this amount of money you need to fight at 45 is from what i understand i'd like to probably reach out to kayla and be like hey is this thing at for 45 so maybe follow up on that okay then regardless I, I would i would then wonder
0: are they saying they're not going to put her in a tournament then because she, she can't make that tournament schedule at 145 that's interesting the weight cut would be a, a real problem for her based upon you know the pfl they're they're kind of doing back to back so they have to fight pretty fast about a month apart at times yeah. so that that weight cut at at 145 is going to be very tough for her if yeah. she's in that tournament format
1: she's gonna have to get the weight i don't know she's gonna have to get the weight down then keep yeah. it down i don't know what else to tell you buddy like look if you're paying me that amount of money. You'd be surprised what I could do with a new in-house nutritionist. <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna suffer through this for that million dollars. Plus, they're paying that amount of money on top of each fight. <sighs> You're out of your mind, John. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Lance Palmer. Lance Palmer won at what two? What two times? Three two times. times? Something like that. Two times. That guy's got a Lambo, a Camaro. He's got all these things in his house. Yeah, the, the Lambo and, like,
0: and Camaro are not that smart.
1: <laughs> whatever. I, I never said they were. Okay, I'm just simply saying that they're in his. They, I think he's got a Bronco too and a Jeep and all. Man, he's got so much shit. Look at the like, envy wow,
0: off of you, dude.
1: I am super, <laughs> super envious because you know what? No matter how much money I had, I would never own those cars. Yeah. I would never own that Lambo. Maybe that, maybe the Bronco and the, I would uh, do the Bronco. Yeah, I'd probably do the Bronco just to be honest. Although the new body style only looks good when it's super fixed up. It doesn't look good yeah. otherwise. You've got to like put all the That's other okay. stuff.
0: Okay, who cares? On. No one wants to be average. It's all about fixing it up it's like a jeep a jeep doesn't life.
1: look that good base right. stock i've nope. been average my whole life Boom. it's no, it's just fine it's just fine being average is just fine
2: <laughs> all right uh next all right this story i want to talk about um is a quote from Jeez. dana white um where he's <laughs> basically saying connor could be next for the title shot so let me read you this quote today <laughs>
1: You don't say. Let me set this up now.
2: Hmm. On last week's weighing interjection, actually, John did uh, set up a very good scenario where Connor could step in and potentially line himself up. But Dana's gone one above you, John. Oh, yeah. He always beats me. it's going to depend on who the champion is. The of champion course. has some say in that too. Who's going to be the champ when Connor comes back and what do they want to do? If you look at Charles Oliveira, right, if it's still Oliveira by the time he comes back, maybe Oliveira wants Connor. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: I don't know. I have a guy sitting here at over a 10-fight win streak, the same as I had with a Tony Ferguson. But it's uh-huh. not about the wins. It's about
1: the money. It's about the champion, what the champion wants now all of a sudden, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> this stuff,
0: is, uh, this love stuff is crazy. Come on. You got to love that stuff. He's got to get one. Win. We're going to go to the, the champion, and we're going to ask him what he really wants because that's where a, our concerns are. Because
1: that's what they always do, right, Oh, dog? yes. Yes, there you go. I love it. Look, I get it. He's the draw. He's only the draw when he's fighting for the title that's realistically it. now, now that he's lost so many times. Um he hasn't got a win in five years, Is I think, is what someone said. Ooh, I don't he know if it's that. He has, to, he has the win against Cerrone. Cowboy, of oh, cowboy, but then that was that during COVID?
0: Uh, Yeah, it was right yeah. there. So it, it,
2: trust me. He had a right win before, within five years.
1: It was right before COVID. Because it was so January. three
2: years. And then and remember, he in 2019, he right? Yeah, 2019. it 2019. It was 2020. 2020. Because it, it was January, 2020. January of 2020. Okay. He had this plan to do like four fights that year, and then of course yeah. COVID hit and ruined it.
1: Yeah, it had to be January because I did Rogan like that the week that that fight happened because we talked about Stephen A and his ridiculous comments. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Stephen A. All right. Uh, look, look, they're going to insert them wherever they can, wherever they want to make money. Sure. yeah, and That's it. I don't
0: blame them. I'm not going to sit here and, and whine about it. It's been done in the past. It's going to be done in the future. It's about making money and you can sit there and say, oh, it's a, look at the rankings. The rankings... Are for the, you know, for the casuals exactly. Let's just be <laughs> yeah, honest, because they don't give a shit what their rankings are. They give a shit about no. which fight is going to make money. Yeah, and yeah. Connor makes exactly. money.
2: Next, all right, we're gonna wrap up on this story. I really just want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Sam Alvey announced that UFC is giving him one more fight before they come, and he is on seven in his last eight fights.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. It's not. It's not cutting him. I thought they were just letting him fight out his contract. Yeah. He's only got one more fight left, I think. Yeah. So they're just letting him fight out his contract. He can still have a conversation. He can still talk. I mean, we might as well just let him keep doing that until he can't do that stuff anymore. I mean, zero oh seven. I mean, I don't know. I've had I've had other fighters that I know they've, they that UFC has kept them. They were zero oh five. Yeah. Oh, and six. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, well, you've, had, you've had, you know, other fighters. And these are top-level guys. So,
0: But, there, yeah, okay, there's a lot of elements to this. First off, Sam is not someone that costs them a ton of money. Okay? Yeah. He has stepped in at times for them when they needed something. He's always been there, always been available, never given them any kind of trouble in any fashion. Yeah, he's got the seven losses. It, it does mean something. In his last uh, fight against Brendan Allen, look, he got freaking starched you know yeah. and it's you look and that's where my real concern is take a look at a uh, you know he had the wellington tournament fight there was a lot of eye pokes in that thing and stuff but he's he's taken some big shots in some of these fights yeah. which, you know the jimmy croup fight he got hurt bad i know he complained about the stoppage and stuff but he shouldn't have but you know, that's a, that's a big string right there and uh i'm like I'm, i like sam he's a great guy super nice his whole family and if they're gonna let him fight it out let him fight it out just don't give him a killer
1: yeah i agree no i agree uh dave i sent you a text on the news and i really want to make sure that we uh we pull that up it's a tweet from ricardo b
2: um it's on on our news thing all right let me uh i'll shoot this up to the screen right now yeah Uh, see if you can pull that up card are we gonna do this share to back. here we go all right it's on its way you guys will see this any second and here we go oh yeah, yeah. i know which one you're i love up. this this is this
0: great is i laughed my ass off man i don't know what is, di- what, what this role the, he's the, playing no the best the best part is, is the last part per no sources at all
1: I love it. I love it though. I love it. InSync's Joey Fatone has been cast to play Big John McCarthy in an upcoming project. Damn, great, baby. Looking good, man. Not
0: only can he move smoothly (laughs) in the cage, he can actually belt out a song while
1: doing it.
2: Oh, this is great. (sighs) I looked. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like.
1: And then at the end, when I read the per nor, no sources at all, that's it's like, oh, "Okay, that's right." <laughs> I was like, "Is he up, really dude. paying Is he really playing Big John or oh, something?" Shit. This is great. On, and then I read the bottom. Oh, but I I wanted to get you guys all out of here with a laugh, so that was great. I'm <laughs> I, I always got to be at John's expense. <laughs> dude, I, I, I thought I thought that one was funny. I I, I, I uh, like that one. I thought that's fucking that's great. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, I want to thank you guys so much. Dave, is there any more news, or was
2: that it? That says, let's wrap this. That
1: was it. All right, guys, go to uh, waningpodcast.com. Go check out our, our new merch, our new merch, uh, merch, merch website. Merch, merch, merch. We've got hoodies, we've got crew neck sweaters, long sleeves, uh, coffee mugs, you know, hats, everything, all different colors. We got maroon, black, white, gray, heather gray, all different types. So check it out. We've got our new beast mode shirt that's out there as well. designed. that one's pretty dope. I'm gonna start working on something for our tall, long, and lanky and um you know and dogs in the hands so um those type of things so we're gonna start doing something like that try to get those designs made up so we can get those done those will be up because we're getting we're getting tequila and shot games going on when i'm working now at bellator saying every time josh does it we're taking a shot so (laughs) this is great i love it um hopefully you guys uh pick up some new merch for us and uh post a picture and uh, we'd love to retweet it I think that's just about it, man. Hopefully you guys enjoy this show, and good luck and have fun and watch the fights.
0: Enjoy the fights. To everyone out there. Sorry about the coughs. I can't help it. Damn. My Irish fans, they got me sick. I love them, man. (laughs) For everyone out there, thanks for watching us. We will see you.